And now, welcome to Like a Boss. Insights with influencers, creatives, online entrepreneurs, and badasses like you. Here is your hostess, Heather Havenwood, Chief Sexy Boss, helping you rise to the top. Are you a coach, consultant, small business owner, or online entrepreneur? Do you want to significantly grow your business, triple your list, and double your sales conversions? If the answer is yes, then launching a podcast is the next step. You see, being an expert in your field, having a website is no longer enough to be noticed in today's marketplace. I call it the influencer effect. Being an influencer is the key. You see, people do business with people they know, like, and trust. And having your own podcast helps people to connect with you. If you're interested in having me help you launch your own podcast, grow your influence, and promote your business, then go to InfluencerGrowthFormula.com. That's InfluencerGrowthFormula.com. And let me help you rise to the top. Hi, everyone. Welcome. My name is Heather Havenwood. And look, if you are a speaker, author, coach, consultant, small business owner, real estate investor, real estate agent, mortgage broker, or lawyer, that's a good one, lawyers, then you want to listen up. All right. So this is the person that I got my advice from, from LinkedIn. Now, I know there's a lot of LinkedIn players out there, but look, I have already like tested him, asked a thousand questions. He has exploded my personal LinkedIn page personally. This is the guy that I go to. So I want you to really make sure you listen up. So here is Wayne, Wayne Barbarth. How are you? Hey, Heather. Thanks for that kind introduction. I should have, I'm going to make sure my mom listens to that. <laughs> Great. Thank you. Wayne is amazing. Is that better? <laughs> I love no, you that. really are. You, you know, we've already had a consulting um, hour together. You blew my head. I, I, I think I'm pretty, I'm one of those, like, I'm pretty good on LinkedIn. Like I got this. He's not going to show me anything exciting. You just completely, completely opened my eyes to so many amazing things. But today we're going to talk about some just kind of baseline things. Um, so I just highly suggest everyone listening up. So who you are. So Wayne Breitbart is a CEO of Power Formula LLC. He's an experienced businessman, speaker, and author, an internationally recognized industry leader in LinkedIn training, marketing, consulting. Wayne has shared his experience with more than 100,000 business professionals through private business consulting, dynamic presentations to worldwide audiences, and his acclaimed book, The Power Formula for LinkedIn Success, now in its third edition. And of course, you've been featured on my show uh, in Forbes, Wired, American Express, Open Forum, and seen on NBC and Fox Business. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks for being here. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. So I'm definitely going to ask you how you got into Fox Business. I had this thing about Fox Business that I want to be on it. So in the, in the green room, I'll ask you. Okay. Business. All right, let's go into, um, obviously I gave the bio, gave you a great introduction because I have used before, but Let's just let's just like break this out. What's happening with LinkedIn today? Because it's starting to get pretty spammy. At, at least I've experienced that lately. What's happening with LinkedIn today? Well, you know, it, it is changing. Yeah, uh, that that's for sure. And Microsoft bought LinkedIn a year and a half ago, 
and none of us knew really what that was going to mean. I was really worried about my job going away, <laughs> yeah. but I think, I, th- I think we're okay on that. And um, I, so I think there is some, so they're trying to figure it out. They know they bought the largest database of business professionals ever assembled and they like data. So that was cool. But I don't think they quite know yet where to put the emphasis or how to make the money or what audiences are there and the different audiences and what they like to see and how our feed should work and all that kind of stuff. Now, I will tell you, in the last 30 days, only 30 days, I think the feeds have gotten better because people are starting to, hashtags are starting to be used. I think that's helpful. There's a little section for communities right on your homepage where you can set the actual hashtags that you want in your feed. Now, it doesn't stop everybody else from showing up, but I think I think they know that things like our feed were where you said that they were getting spammy and you weren't seeing anything from our friends. And does that sound familiar? That sounds like Facebook, right? That's the same thing Facebook went through, right? Exactly, because I have right now around 17,000 followers, but there's people that I like and comment on and I want to see from them. And there was about a 30-day period, specifically some people that I just saw disappear. Yeah. You know, and I think that's what you're saying. And I, I, my sister the other day said, I have to go to your, this is Facebook. I have to go to your Facebook page every now and then and just like something for no reason to make sure you stay in my feed. It's just like, that's just crazy. And Facebook knows we're siblings, you know, but I mean, um, I think the challenge they all have is they still got to make money. Right. Right. And so they got to do their own thing, but then there's this, this, balance between their own thing plus what we want. And plus, remember, on LinkedIn, 85% of us are not spending money. <laughs> so Really? That's the stat? Yeah. that My last survey said only 15% of the people are paying. So when that takes place, it's like, who are you going to really help, right? Now, well, we 15, are- Only 15% are paying the, because uh, there's different, you can do different- Yeah, models. on premium, premium. right. Okay, and the sales navigator. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about the sales navigator, if you don't okay. mind. I think it's- sure. just- I'm still like getting my wrapping my brain around that sucker. And um, I just want to share this one story before you go into it. Okay. So I'm uh, working with uh, uh, my lawyer who's I'm working on his account and stuff like that personally to help him out. Right. He's a business attorney. So for me as a marketer, I, I go into my email and hey, connect your email to your LinkedIn. And I'm like, Hey, if it's on my email, we're connected. You know, we've ever emailed each other once or twice. We're connected. So let's connect on LinkedIn. Okay. So I kind of do the same thing for him. And he texted me. He's like, oh my God, what did you do? And I'm like, well, your connections. I want to make sure you're connected. You don't have a lot of connections. He's like, well, you got to remember that when I email people through my email, I'm also emailing the other side. So what did you do? You you pushed his email address book out to a connection request for yeah, all of the, them? Yeah, and so... <laughs> oh, gee. But, like, people that, you know, that are still sure. in the client and, oh, yeah, like, yeah, the yeah. other side, you know, like, the, the adversary, and he's like... Oh, my gosh. Thanks yeah, for so, doing that, Heather. Right. He's like, so, you know, let me go through it because I think there's oh. a lot of people that don't like me that... <laughs> Yeah, don't even know me or yeah, whatever. So, but you have to think about it. I mean, I'm not a lawyer. I didn't think about that. I and mean, he's not mad. It's totally fine. There wasn't anything drama. But I'm sure an adversary who's like, you sued me and you 
we lost. Why are you connect? connecting with me yeah, on LinkedIn? Right. You know, so yeah. I think that's a crazy feature on LinkedIn where they prompt us to grab an address book yeah. and then invite this all of them. I mean, not think it's totally wrong. I wish they wouldn't prompt us to do that. I think it's a terrible feature, but they do automatically prompt you, especially if you don't have a lot of connections. Like he, your, yeah, he doesn't right? have a lot of connections. And As so the blonde I, that I am, I was like, oh, I never. Yeah, so that's a don't that. do. So that's why I'm sharing. Okay, let's talk about Sales Navigator. Yeah. Sales Navigator's only been around how long? How long has I it been around? Think, I know I've been around, I've been on LinkedIn 10 years, and I'm guessing Navigator's about six, five, six years. Okay, kind of. okay wow, wow. Okay, well, I'm just now hearing about it. I'm just now playing with it. I'm just now, I've been a premium for like at least six or seven years, too. So, but it's still kind of new in the world, right? Oh, it is. Yeah, because most, if somebody's on premium now, it's typically the job seeker premium, which is called career or business premium. Sales Navigator ha has been around that four or five years or whatever. And most people were not introduced to it when it came out. Like LinkedIn didn't show up and say, hey, you're a premium member. You might want to consider Navigator. What happened yeah. with Navigator is they gave it to their salespeople, their call on the phone salespeople and that was their product to sell yeah and then all of a sudden we all catch wind of it and then they did come up with a non-salesperson sales navigator because we said hey what is this it's only 20 or 30 bucks a month more to get this really powerful tool maybe i want to consider it and no salesperson is going to call you and i because we're a onesie you know ah right okay that's we're right because we can't make enough commission off you and i they're going for big sales teams thousands of salespeople all over the world that kind of stuff so let's so, just kind of dive into like the power of this stuff. yeah like, so sales navigator the first thing is it's confusing because it really is a different page right yeah so it uh -huh. consider almost working alongside your linkedin it's the same profile and everything but it's a different page and the power of it is this uh, several things. Number one, you get lots more search filters. So I think the number one search filter that is available on Navigator, not available on even business premium is this. For me, it's size of company where you can get a list of business owners in a city with a certain industry, if that's what your target audience is. And then you can go one more step. This chunk of employee level is my sweet spot. I mm -hmm. love that feature. So the filters, like that filter is good for a lot of business folks. The other filter that people like is the, the old filter of zip codes and circles around zip codes instead of greater Austin, greater Milwaukee. You can yeah. zip code it. And that, that allows like a New York City, especially, right? New York City's huge. Chicago's huge. Mm -hmm. They might not want to say greater Chicago. They don't want to say 15 miles from, I'm way northwest side of Chicago, right? So that's a cool filter. Uh, so they've got, instead of 15 filters, which is what we have on our premium account, there's 35 filters. And those are the two that I mentioned to most business folks. Here. Wow, I like those two. Okay, so filters are important and make it a, a, a really great feature. Another thing that's important is you, you have a separate feed. And as you mentioned earlier on the, on the broadcast, the feed is messy on the regular LinkedIn. Yeah. The feed on your sales navigator is only fed with information posted by your leads, which are people that you've pre-populated your lead list, or accounts, which are companies that you pre-populated your account list. That's it. No advertising, no second and third degree stuff, just information from the people you've selected. That's pretty cool. 
That is pretty cool. Okay, so I just kind of I'm just going to rephrase what you said again because it's just really powerful. And you know, I come from just people know I it, I come from a sales background, and when I got started. <laughs> I feel like I'm so old, but I'm not. Um, they gave me this thing called Yellow Pages. <laughs> and they said, here, go. You know, that's it. You didn't get to know the name of the VP of the local company. You didn't know that information. You just got the big company name with the big phone number, and that's it. You you getting the roster of the company is like, forget about it, right? Mm-hmm. Who's in there and who's, who works who and which department and all that stuff. That's kind of what you're doing. So sales navigator, like you said, it's a whole nother, like a sort of the website in a way. And then on top of that, you can do all kinds of these cool demographics, this kinds of uh, uh, demographics really of figuring out how to really hone into your target market. But You've worked with a lot of companies over 100,000, so you kind of know what you're doing. But what do you find is the biggest challenge that most, let's call medium-sized companies are dealing with? Like the tools are there. The hammer and nail are there. But what are they dealing with? What's their challenges? Like this is great, but here's what we're having a hard time with, Wayne. I think their challenge is just the fact that it is so complex and it doesn't come with instructions. Now, that's great for a guy like me doesn't come with instructions and it's confusing, but for the average user, they're changing features all the time. They're moving things around. They're taking things away. They're putting things back in and people are just like, wow, I just figured this out and now it's gone. Where did it go? So I just think that it's, they don't keep them up to date on how to do the things that you need to do, where to, where they're moving things to or why they're, they always tell you why right. they're taking things away. But the bottom line is, I think the site has so much power that the complexity causes a lot of people to pull back and go, I'm out of here. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm out of here. And then the other challenge is this, especially as it relates to posting stuff. We see people posting stuff that's silly, you know, puzzles and games and things yeah, like I- that. And when we see that, we go, oh, my gosh, I don't want to be her. <laughs> I don't want to be her. And then, then we freeze up and say, I'm not doing anything. Right. I don't want to do that. I don't want to. Right. Right. I don't want to embarrass myself. This is a business site. This is really is a business site. This really and, is a business site. And we're worried about the embarrassment. And then what will happen with that embarrassment? So let's do nothing. Safe is nothing. Safe is nothing. Safe is nothing. Okay, so you, big company, they hire you. You teach them, um, you know, things to do like your profile and whatnot. I mean, it's different between you and me. I mean, I'm a solo entrepreneur. I can put kind of whatever the heck I want on there as long as you've given me some huge criteria on what to do, which is great. But, like, do you have a particular kind of uh, strategy when you're in a company and you're dealing with the VP of marketing, the CMO and the CEO and the CTO and their sales team? Do you kind of like, hey, by the way, you got to, like, you need to do this to your profile to be a representative. I mean, do you go into that at all? Yeah, and, and I'd be happy to share a resource yeah, that you can let's put in the notes. I have, I have a comp- LinkedIn company guideline worksheet Perfect. that if I own the company or I'm in charge of the sales team, I'm going to try to accomplish these seven consistent things as it relates to my team. Now, we know we don't have control over profiles, right? People own the profile. But I find that teams of people because they're confused and because nobody's showing them how to do it right. If the company says, hey, we're bringing Wayne in. He's really good at this. He's helped thousands and thousands of people. He's going to show us how to really make all our profiles look better 
and how to make sure our company brand consistently gets put across to all our networks. And these are the seven or eight things. You know, so it starts with as simple as you better have a really good professionally taken photo. Or you know what you're going to get. You're going to get the boyfriend and girlfriend at a wedding with the shoulder crop. Don't even get started with the photo, man. There was someone on, uh, I was listening to the radio the other day and they were talking about like the photos not to do and it was like a, a beer bong or something. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> guy's looking for a job. He's like beer bonging it in his LinkedIn profile. Yeah. That's- so yeah, it, it, I think, and that's a little bit tough these days because we've now grown into LinkedIn where we know it's important and we know people are looking at our, our let's say our team's profiles. And we don't have control, so we have to try to do the best job we can of instructing and guiding and telling people why it's important, and most people will get on board. So I'll be happy to share that resource, and I'll yeah. go through the other things besides the photo that yeah, I take. Yeah, let's do part. it. Cool. I'll write it down, too. Okay, great. Um, great. So as far as the consistent things to do, right, where are we at with communities? So you're probably speaking of groups that... Most people when they talk well, about communities. So I apologize. Yeah. See, this yeah. is for not me. You That's talked okay. about at the beginning that on the side, now they have a room for the communities. Oh, yeah. yeah. So communities, the communities little tab on your homepage is meant to be like a place where that you're, the hashtags you select and then want to populate the feed with. Okay. At a higher priority. That's called communities. It's brand new. I don't think a lot, of, not even a lot of people have it yet. Okay. All things they do, they roll out. The other day I said, Hey, set up your communities. The guy says, What the heck's a community? Right. That's why I'm asking. Like, what? You probably don't have, you might not have it yet. No, I don't have it. So, communities, it's a little weird because there is no interaction in that community. It's just a matter of prioritizing some hashtags. But the real communities of LinkedIn that we've all been used to since the very beginning is is LinkedIn groups. And you talk about uh, a feature on LinkedIn that has gone from hero to zero. Yeah. In the six or seven years that I've been teaching, nine years now that I've been teaching, um, it used to be one of the most popular. Let me in the groups. It's a great place to be. And then it became so spammy that people started backing out. But also then LinkedIn changed their rules because of the spam. Because what was happening was if you could find, let's say you sold marketing software. Yeah. And you go, great. Marketing software. I'm going to go join the largest marketing groups I can. And I'm just going to post my blog post every week and it'll be beautiful because some of those 500,000 people will go over to my blog post and what a nice tool LinkedIn is. Well, if all 500,000 people do that, guess what? Spam. Right. That's all it is. And so LinkedIn picked up on that man. The managers group picked up on that and they didn't really want to manage as tightly as they could. And all of a sudden they started making no blog posts. If you post a blog post, you're going to be kicked out and all these crazy kind of behind the, yeah. the, the behind the curtain rules to the point where a lot of people said, I'm out of here. Yeah, I'm out and of here. Yeah, that's so, I, I agree. I remember that when they were, it was awesome to have, be into groups, you know, yeah. um, I agree. But what's the hot thing now? Well, like, to finish up on the group. So a year ago, yeah. a year ago, the rumors were LinkedIn groups are going away. Microsoft hates them. They're going to go away. LinkedIn stepped out and said, no, no, not the case. We got three and a half million groups. We're going to make them better. We're going to have them be Slack-like so they really are good and people can interact. Now, we have not seen any of that in a year. So don't hold your breath, please, whenever LinkedIn promises anything. But I'm going to be optimistic that groups are going to make a comeback because it has tremendous potential and we're already in a bunch of them. 
And what's starting to happen, at least when I have my clients who come to me and say, hey, Wayne, should I start a LinkedIn group for this kind of community? I'd say, well, you can. It could work really great for you. But a lot of the features are not as easily to you easy to use as if you started a Facebook group. I think Facebook groups work great, but a lot of people in business go, I don't want to be on Facebook for that. Then then what do you got, right? What do you got? Right. Yeah, that's so, so we'll see. So so groups are a stay tuned. Okay. Groups are a stay tuned. Okay. All right, great. Let's just put those on the side then. All right. So you and I talked about um when you and I did the consulting about and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna Wait a second before I say it because I don't want to do it wrong. I don't want to keep. Um, it's not the hashtags. It's the skills and endorsements. You really blew my brain on that stuff. Okay. Yeah. So skills and endorsements. Interesting section on your profile. Um, and a little history behind that. Yeah. Let's do when that. they re- when they removed our specialty section, which was a subsection of our summary about six years ago, they gave us skills. Nobody knew what to do with them. No instructions as per LinkedIn. And all of a sudden, we start receiving skill indoor, skill recommendations from our network. And we go, I don't know, fine, I'll put it on there. I'll let it go. Or if Heather wants me to have that skill, I guess I do. You know? Right, right, and right. And the next thing you know, we get all these skills in, and then people are starting to endorse us. We're going, ah, what is this crazy thing? And so that happened for several years. It seemed like a section totally out of control. But what I figured out during the, the out-of-control phase of skills and then endorsements is LinkedIn was trying to help recruiters who spend the most money on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Bottom line is the people that pay the freight on LinkedIn, two thirds of LinkedIn revenues come from people who pay the recruiting fee, which is six to $10,000 a year for one person in your company to have this license, right? It's very expensive, but that's how LinkedIn makes their money. So they were trying to help us with up comes a list of, let's say, uh, Salespeople that sell some kind of special technology. Up comes this beautiful list, but it's thousands of people. With LinkedIn's idea was, well, a recruiter should be able to resort those thousands of people into who's the best at that selling that technology. Then that ranking would be most endorsements for that technology, which is listed as one of those skills. So they're trying to help that recruiting component of the audience Come up with a ranking. Come right? up with the right, well, it makes sense, Figure right? out who really is good at these right. skills. And right? it makes like, sense, except that guess who's endorsing us? Like everybody. Our friends and like, right. you're good at that. You're good at that. Like we right. don't really know they're good and, at and, that. And so I think their intention was good, but I think they didn't have it quite ready to go yet. Mm-hmm. Now, a year ago-ish, depending on who you are and when you got it, we all got the ability to reorder our skills. Yeah delete our skills that don't make any sense, rearrange our skills, and also pin our best three skills to the top. And at the exact same time we got that ability to manage that section, also what started popping up was uh, you're endorsed 99 plus times for LinkedIn, including 12 endorsements by these people who are also highly endorsed by on LinkedIn. So LinkedIn, we, so now we think that the search algorithm is starting to say some endorsements have more weight. And that uh, makes some sense, right? right. Makes, so you're, you're doing podcasts. You've got podcasts as a skill. If four, you might have 25 endorsements for podcasts that will, is helpful on the search engine. But if five of us who also do other podcasts 
are also highly skilled at podcasts and we said you were good, then I think that's going to be more than just some, your neighbor just saying, well, looks like she does podcasts. Right. So here, so the bottom line is on what for your audience, the management steps for that section are, by the way, you can have 50, 50, 50 skills. Okay. I'm write this down guys. You got to write this down. You got to write this down. 50 skills can be available. You should go into add a new skill, type in words that you, that are keywords to your order. Your, what do you sell? What do you do? Grab the words that make sense that come up and the list that's going to populate below because LinkedIn is trying to help you have the best skills, add some skills and then go back and hit the pencil right next to the add a skill button and trash can the skills that mean nothing because all it's doing is confusing LinkedIn. Number two, pin the top three because those are the only three that will typically show up when people look because it's, it closes up in the Seymour box, right? So pin your top three and then rearrange the remaining ones within the categories that LinkedIn has shoved them into. There's some subcategories in your skill section now too, like tools and technology and other skills and, and, and personal skills. So we can completely re- rearrange, manage that section, make sure you do because I am darn certain that with all these changes and the ability we have, LinkedIn would not have added that management of that section unless it mattered. Right. Unless it mattered, right? There's right. weight. There's weight to it. You know, there's weight to it. I think that's um, it's kind of like Twitter and ha- you know hashtags when it became yeah. really weighted. That became kind of the circulation. I think. I think you're right. LinkedIn's trying to find its way, like a kind of a teenager at this point. Yeah. You know, how are they going to make the money? I didn't know that only we say 20 percent of the users even pay. Right. Uh, I pay. I've been paying. Me too. For nice. like. I don't even know, five years, six years, something yeah, ridiculous. That's about me too, five, six. Yeah, I, I, I'm curious. Obviously, there's features with that, I, you know, and we could go to because I'm, I'm interested in the skills, but I'm curious if you get um, you get more pushes on the note, on the feed if you pay, but we could talk about I'm just kind of curious. Well, they claim not. They claim not, but I mean, we're paying, dude. How much are we paying per year? $70 a month times, you You're know. paying 70 for your navigator probably. Yeah, I'm paying set. I'm paying set. I mean, and that's where, like, you look at what Facebook allows us to do: spend a little bit of money and promote our posts, right? LinkedIn doesn't have that yet, and I can't believe you talk about a revenue stream. Hello, muting myself because I didn't want yeah, noise. Okay. I have a landscaper in the back. Um, <laughs> okay. I was really trying to promote myself, and I w- reached out to them for the ad group and asking them questions, and like, I got nothing. You know, so it was very complicated. Their ad platform. Yeah. One thing, like I said, they have not figured out how people like you and I import should be an important free, but also a paid segment for them. And they have not figured out how to monetize us and make it easy enough for us to buy it. I mean, I do it on Facebook all the time because it's easy. It's easy. And it's 30 bucks. Let's try it. Right. Like why not? Right. Or retarget, you know, being able to download your people and retarget them. You know, there's other things like that. Um, okay, so I want to finish up on the skills though because it's super awesome. You guys should write that down, rewind this, go through that again. Anything you want you want to say about that skills and endorsements? No, I think you follow those steps. Yeah. You'll have optimized that section. Man, you. By the way, guys, listen. This is guys and girls. This is gold. 
It's gold. It's gold. It's gold. It's really, it's gold. I love, you really are amazing. Yeah, so I apologize being a little bit wonky because it is wonky, right? <laughs> it is wonky. It's constantly changing. It's yeah, constantly that's, a moving. That's a CPA in me just comes out every once in a while. I love that you're a CPA because <laughs> you're like that detail guy, you know? It's like, all right, yeah. you're all the details. Um, okay, let's, I want to ask you one more thing because I want their listeners. Let's talk articles, published posts, what, not to post, but an article, right? To, um, for a while there, I was getting a ton of traffic from that. Um, this kind of died off a little bit. I'm curious, um, what you think the future is and what's happening now. So I think we've all had that same experience you're having because a lot more people are posting and sharing and, and so the feeds get busier and, and the algorithm changes. And, uh, but I keep in mind what LinkedIn came up with back in the day when they allowed us to start writing articles. And that was where they had, they had a major goal that we would be the place where people would come to hear about the topic that we're experts at. Why go to Inc? Why go to Forbes? Why go to anywhere else? When we are the producers of the content, we LinkedIn should be the home to that. And if they stick to that goal and objective, I think it's going to get better and better so that we're going to be able to like take, take our feed and pick 35 people that we love, right? Now, we'll get a few ads in there. Of course we will. But if we could say, these are the 35 people I love, put that stuff in my feed. Man, think about that. that then our articles are going to get viewed, maybe not in these, the masses, but the right people. Because yeah, it really the numbers be, don't mean anything, right? That would be hot. Are you on the advisory board? Can you apply to be on the I wish. Oh I wish they had such a thing. To me, they're, they're so foolish not to grab the five or six or 10 of us that do this all the time, like night yeah. and day, and bounce these things off us. And I'm hopeful that Microsoft will see that opportunity better than LinkedIn. Never thought that was interesting to them. I don't so there's a dear friend of mine. He's in Houston who's just a master at uh, local Google Maps and local Google business listings. Like that's his thing. And I got a chance to talk to him and kind of consult with him. And he is part of this small group. Like there's 20 of them. And he gets asked to go to Google about every year or so. And they sit down. He said it happened a couple of years ago. They sit down and they just pretty much asked them a thousand questions. Like, you know, what do people want? And like, what do y'all want? What do you want back? And, you know, what's busy? Because the Google Plus was supposed to be like, the thing. And then it, you know, it just kind of like, I don't even talk about Google Plus anymore. There's still a lot of SEO around that, which brings me to my next question is LinkedIn. Cause at one point years ago, two years ago, I heard that, uh, the company pages on LinkedIn were SEO through Google. Is that still true? I do find that most company pages mm-hmm. will show up on page one or page two of a Google search for your That's company. Good. That's good. Okay. And that's and think about that. That's a free spot that you can have on page one or page two of a Google search. Why wouldn't you have one? Why wouldn't you have it? Yeah. So I, I tell a lot of my clients, because you and I talked about that, is have one for your show and your podcast and right. your book, right? That's what you and I talked about. So I think it's really powerful. Type in the name of the book and boom, it pops up on Amazon and also an entire company page. Right. So I don't be. I mean, to the extent that you have a separate web, you have to have a separate web address in order to have a separate company page. Now you can have showcase pages, 
you can have 10 showcase pages that are sub company pages where if you didn't have a separate website for your book and a separate website for your podcast, then you could use the showcase page as subcategories. And those showcase pages are optimized on uh, Google as well. Okay. Yeah. So let's repeat that. So you have a company page underneath it. You have showcase pages. Yeah. You can have multiple showcase pages, which can be revenue streams for you, divisions of your company. But I, but like the podcast, the podcast has its own website, then you should definitely have the company page for the podcast. The company page for the podcast. It's it's a different email each time. Right. 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 Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's really important people to know. So if they have a book or if they have a podcast or if they have a, I'm just thinking out loud on a TV show or whatever, like they have, or they have a particular service, you know, podcast launching. It's a service. Those would be probably sub pages or they probably would be showcase pages unless you've built a website around them for other reasons. Then, then you might as well grab the company page. Be the com- company page will come up higher than a showcase page because it's it's a company page. It's, it's not a, a sub page of a company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. This is like really good stuff, Wayne. You're amazing. Um, okay, great. So first of all, where can they find you? If they're like this guy rocks, hire him. I highly suggest it. Where can they find you? Where can they connect with you? I want you to say all of that. Sure. So thank you for asking. Uh, LinkedIn is the best spot. Make sure you send me connection requests. Say you listen to the, the show here today. I'd love to hear from you. My website, though, is powerformula.net. Be sure to check out I have all of my, my blog posts on the front page. So I write weekly tips every week. They're all on the front page. And then check out the free resources tab where you'll get all kinds of really cool worksheets that, truth be told, my wife wants to charge for them, but I said, we can't. I said, honey, they got to go in there because they're free and they're really good. They're really <laughs> so, good. The wife wants to charge. I would say, she says, you can now. sell those for a dollar a piece. What are you doing? Well, yeah, no, I totally, <laughs> by the way, as being a woman, I completely get that. She's sure. like, she wants the new shoes. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, you know, but I, I agree. Green a checklist is great. So go check that out. Give the website one more time so people have it. It's powerformula.net powerformula.net. Okay. So let's pull back. We've done a lot of advanced stuff here, Wayne, and you've been super gracious. Just baseline. If someone's just getting started and they're like, Hey, I only have 500 connections. Like, I don't even know what to do with this. Um, where would you have them like really just kind of like the, the basics? Yeah. So the basics are, you better buy this, but if you want to not buy this right away, what I would, what you have to do is, and this is the basic step that most people mess up on. They have not defined their target audience clearly using some of those filters we talked about at the very beginning of the show, right? How do you build out that buyer persona with the filters that are available on LinkedIn? Let's define that target audience because that's going to define the two things you're going to do on LinkedIn. I'm going to build my profile for that target audience and I'm going to connect with people that have something to do with that target audience. Until you've done that, all you're doing is just having another database or a box full of baseball cards. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Those aren't going to make any money. So you, you're kind of going ba- back to basics, right? And marketing. What is your target market? Making sure you're communicating with them. It, and just kind of wrap it up. The, the, we talked about this. What do you call that? You have the, your name, your headline. Headline. headline, the underneath, the description. Oh, you so had under, you're, I think great. you're speaking of the, the summary, the three first the three. summary, lines. you had yeah. just such a, you gave me some great advice there. Yeah, so the summary has changed because it used to be 2,000 characters that was wide open on your profile. It's first big chunk of information. Now they squished it. So there are 280 characters. 
that's all that people are typically going to read because they're not going to push C more. So you want to make sure that that 280 goes boom, right? And I, oh, my, wow. my suggestion at the very beginning of that is contact information. Contact what? Contact information. Contact information. Because okay. then if somebody sees your headline, somebody referred you, they're coming to look at your profile and they go, oh yeah, I want to get hold of Wayne. This is, looks like the right guy. Heather sent to my, Heather, Heather, somebody I'm supposed to connect with them. There's my contact information. Now you got my phone number, you got my email address. You don't have to send a connection request just so we can talk to each other. Exactly. Yeah. I have my contact information. I actually had somebody um, a couple weeks ago call me from it. I was like, Oh my gosh, you're actually calling me. This is amazing. You know, it works. <laughs> it's, it works, man. It's just think millennials, yo millennials. It's called a phone. Yeah. It, we go back and forth on it. It's fun. It's fun. It's called a phone. <laughs> it's called a, it's called a voice. Hello. You know, right. I'm just laughing because a lot of people are very, you know, allergic to the phone. Right. Um, okay. So, so I just want to wrap it up because we've been here for a while. So thank you so much for your time. I want to make oh, sure people welcome. get to know who you are, where you're at, where can they get your book, where can they raise your hand, they raise your hand, hire you. I just want to make sure they know where you're at. And I would say everyone, small business, sole entrepreneur, salesperson, go hire Wayne. We're gonna you find rock. You. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks. Where else can no. we find you? Because yeah, website. Yeah, so my website, powerformula.net, my book's on Amazon, 100,000 copies been sold already. I hope you're going to pick up a copy, and the website's loaded with free LinkedIn stuff. Well, I'm going to go there and get your checklist before the wife takes them down. Thank and, you. And uh, <laughs> seriously, no, I get the power of the wife there. That's really yeah. powerful stuff. Um, Wayne, thank you so much. You've been super helpful for me and, 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 and my entire um, LinkedIn profile, but you just helped, you kind of break things down easy, you know? And coming from your background as a CPA, which taxes is complicated. And you have that kind of brain where you take something really complicated and you're able to kind of break things down like really easily. Well, and that's you. just pretty powerful. And that's uh, very few people can do that. Uh, so that's why I think you're so brilliant in what you're doing. You definitely found your niche in life, you know, <laughs> hopefully uh, and Microsoft won't do anything weird with your job, as you said, but I, I don't think, I don't think LinkedIn's going away. Well, if they do, believe me, I think I'll adjust. Yeah, I'm sure he'll adjust. But, I, you know, I don't think it's going away. Yeah, thank, thanks for having me. We got to make sure we do this again because as it's changing all the time, I have me back on. I'd love that. I would love to. I would okay. love to. Yeah, just let me know when something changes right. and go check him out. This is HeatherHavenwood.com. Um, go check, uh, check me out on LinkedIn as well. Just check out my little profile that I've changed up. All right, everyone, this is Heather Havenwood. Go check out HeatherHavenwood.com. Are you a coach, consultant, small business owner, or online entrepreneur? Do you want to significantly grow your business, triple your list, and double your sales conversions? If the answer is yes, then launching a podcast is the next step. You see, being an expert in your field, having a website is no longer enough to be noticed in today's marketplace. I call it the influencer effect. Being an influencer is the key. You see, people do business with people they know, like, and trust. And having your own podcast helps people to connect with you. If you're interested in having me help you launch your own podcast, grow your influence, and promote your business, then go to InfluencerGrowthFormula.com. That's InfluencerGrowthFormula.com. And let me help you rise to the top. Thank you for listening to Like a Boss, helping you rise to the top. 
Join Heather's Mastermind at InfluencerTribe.com, where she helps you become an influencer and dominate your field. Follow Heather Havenwood on Instagram. Interested in interviewing or scheduling a call with Heather? Go to callwithheather.com. For more, go to heatherhavenwood.com.